Is your time management and productivity system optimized so you are always focused on doing the right things? That's what we'll be looking at today. Hello and welcome to episode 237 of the Working With Podcast, a podcast to answer all your questions about productivity, time management, self-development and goal planning. My name is Carl Pauline and I am your host for this show. Now, if you're like me, you'll be reading, watching and listening to anything on time management and productivity. And there's a lot of content out there. Now, I must confess, I've been consuming this content since I was in middle school and I've tried a lot of ideas, systems and structures over the years. In the end, you realise there are a few fundamentals that work and many that don't. Most of the ones that do not work are the things that look great in a blog post or YouTube video, but when you put into daily practice involves so much maintenance, doing the work becomes secondary to keeping the work organised. A sure bet that the new idea is not going to work. And so this week we'll be looking at how to optimise our systems so that we are pointing towards the right things every day. It's also a good time to be doing this because we've recently crossed the year's halfway point. And that's a great time to do a half-year review. So let me now hand you over to the mystery podcast voice for this week's question. This week's question comes from Scott. Scott asks, Hi Carl, I want to make my system better, but I don't know where to start. I took your beginner's guide to productivity years ago and I love how everything comes together. But sometimes I feel my system has become bloated and slow. What do you do to keep things fresh and fast? Thank you, Scott, for your question. Good question. And it got me thinking. I know it's very easy to keep adding to our systems once we feel it is working. What we do is add something new and while that might be a small change when you add, the problems start when those small changes add up. This often begins in adding more and more project folders to our task managers. It's often where things start to go wrong because the more project folders you have in your task manager, the more folders you need to review when you do your weekly planning. This can also happen in our notes app where we add more and more categories and subcategories. Eventually, it becomes a mess and we do not enjoy going in there to find what we need. Generally, I look at my system as a whole every three months or so. However, there is a key question I use here. What can I eliminate? It's easy to accumulate plugins, extensions and apps. I do it all the time. I become curious about a new app everyone is talking about and install it on my computer and take it for a test drive. In 99% of cases, I don't see how it would improve my overall system, but the app sits there on my phone or computer. 
This three monthly clean out keeps these out of my system and out of temptation's way. Now, if you're relatively new to this world of productivity and time management, it's going to be hard to stop looking at these tools. The best advice I can give is by all means go looking and playing. But after three months, do a clean out. Remove apps and plugins and extensions you've accumulated that, no, that you no longer use. But let's start at the beginning. How are you collecting your tasks, ideas and notes? How fast is it? Do you find yourself sometimes resisting to add something because of the effort it takes to get something into your system? How do you collect your stuff needs to be easy? Keyboard shortcuts on your computer and widgets and long presses on your mobile devices. There needs to be as little resistance as possible. I like to think of it as like a Formula One racing team, always searching for that extra hundredth of a second in speed. This is my approach to collecting. Speed is the key. The problem is we don't have ideas when we want to have ideas. Ideas come at us at the most inopportune times. It could be in the middle of a run and an idea comes to me. I need to be able to get that idea into my notes app while breathing heavily, sweating and not wearing my glasses. Next up is how you organise everything. Now, in the last five years or so, Microsoft, Google and Apple have been helping us here. You may have noticed that we are getting more and more stuff coming at us each day. Newsletters, books and articles we want to read, reports to review and of course messages and emails. It's a lot of stuff. Where do we put all this? Well, Microsoft, Apple and Google's engineers have obviously been experiencing this problem too. And so they've done a lot of background work into their search features. Now, I don't use Microsoft tools, but I know you can do a system search and find pretty much anything on your computer. Apple has Spotlight, which is in the last year or so has become brilliant. And Google, well, is the king of search. This is one area where I have significantly changed my system over the last few years. I remember six or seven years ago, I was advocating a hierarchical tagging structure in Evernote. Today, I rarely use tags and my notebooks are a simple structure called GAPRA. Goals, areas of focus, projects, resources and archive. To be honest, because of search, because search is so powerful today, you really don't need more, many folders or notebooks. A simple structure called personal and work would work. It also would be fast because you don't have to think too much about where to put something. The only thing you need to make sure is the titles of your notes and files are recognisable to you. For example, I use a simple meeting note title. I put the date first in the year, month, day format then use the word meeting, and finally the person's name I am meeting with. This way I can search my notes via date, type of note, meeting, and or person. Next would be to look at your calendar. How are you doing against your perfect week calendar? Now, I did a video on this a few months ago where you create a blank calendar and call it 
perfect week. Then you add everything you want time for each week. This would include your social time, your exercise, family time and anything else you want time for. Ideally, you would also break down your work. For example, if you would like to have two or three hours each day for doing focused work, then you would add that to the calendar. Likewise, adding an hour each day for communications. Every three months or so, turn that calendar on and compare it with your current week. How are you doing? Are you merging the two calendars? That's the goal. When I last did this at the end of last year, I realised I needed more time for sleep. I wasn't getting enough and I just finished reading Matthew Walker's Why We Sleep book. So I made sure there was a gap of at least eight hours from when I finished my day and when I began the next. I'm not doing great here, but I am getting closer towards my sleep time goal. Now, a quick word on your task manager. All those project folders are holding pens. They don't drive your day. Your day comes from your today list. That's the list of tasks that you have decided needs to be done today. Now, the question here is, are you trying to do too much? How frequently do you complete your list for the day? Here is where you need to optimise things. When you know what you can reasonably do each day, that becomes your daily number, or rather the maximum number you will allow on your list each day. When I include my daily routines, that number for me is 20. I will not allow more than 20 tasks on my daily list. I know if I ever have more than 20, I am not going to complete them all. So I can optimise my day by only allowing a maximum of 20 tasks. It helps me to eliminate the less important tasks. And the final piece is how consistent are you with your daily and weekly planning sessions? I recently heard that those people who follow GTD, that's getting things done system, less than 5% do the weekly review consistently. And that means every week. That astonished me. The GTD book, The Bible of Modern Day Productivity Systems, repeatedly tells us to do our weekly review. The weekly review is the glue that brings everything together. Now, I'm guessing those of you who follow the time sector system, very few of you are consistent with the weekly and daily planning sessions. Yet, like GTD, it's the glue that brings everything together. You need to know what's on your plate for the following week. You want to be eliminating the things that do not need doing next week and making sure you are attending to the things you have identified as being a part of your areas of focus. Similarly with the daily planning, you need to know what your objectives are for the day. The, they are the tasks that will pull you towards successfully accomplishing your goals and projects. Without that clarity, other people's dramas will get in the way and you'll quickly become overwhelmed and that's what you are trying to avoid by becoming more productive and better with your time management. Your weekly and daily planning sessions do not require a lot of time if you're consistent with them. 20 to 30 minutes for a weekly session and 10 minutes for a daily session. That's less than 1% of your total weekly time. Now, I do know it's easy to skip it and it's unlikely there will be any immediate issues. 
But if you're not consistent and you skip these sessions a lot, something will eventually slip through the cracks and then the whole system falls like a house of cards. That's when those 30 minutes you didn't do turns into several hours of fixing a problem that should never have occurred in the first place. The final part to optimizing your system is to look at how much time you're spending on doing the work versus planning and organizing the work. The goal should be 95% doing and 5% planning and organizing. I spend around five minutes a day cleaning up my desktop of files, screenshots and other digital stuff I have collected through the day. I do my 10 minutes planning although as I am consistent, this often takes less time, and I clear my task manager's inbox around another five minutes. So in an average 12 to 15 hour working day, I spend around 20 minutes planning and organizing my work each day. That's around 2% of my working time spent organizing and planning. So there you go, Scott. I hope that has helped and given you some ideas on how you too can optimize your system. Remember, the goal is elimination, not accumulation. And that includes minimizing the amount of time you spend for planning and organizing. If that's an area where you are spending too much time, I would suggest you start there. Thank you for your question and thank you to you too for listening. It just remains for me now to wish you all a very, very productive week. <laughs>